There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me today for another one of my podcast episodes. Today I'm really really excited to have the incredible Rebecca Campbell here on the podcast. So if you don't know what Rebecca does, she is a writer, devotional teacher and best-selling Hay House author of Light is the New Black, Rise Sister Rise and the Work Your Light Oracle Card Deck and creator of the Rise Sister Rise Sisterhood Membership. Rebecca teaches internationally encouraging people to spend more time with their soul. So thank you so much, Rebecca, for joining me today. It's my absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast as I've read your books, kind of grown with you, and you totally inspired me to start my writing journey. So to have you here on the podcast feels like quite a monumental moment. So thank you so much for being here today, Rebecca. Oh, Emma, wow, I'm so honored and I'm so looking forward to seeing your book and your Oracle deck out in the world as well. Congratulations on them. Thank you. Um, so the first questions from my followers. So it was basically, when did you first spiritually awaken? What's your story? And for those who are coming onto this podcast and like, I've never heard of Rebecca for, what, before, what do you do? <laughs> Good question. You know, before I started doing this work, I decided that I needed to start writing books because it's much easier to explain my job if I say I'm an author or a writer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But essentially what I do is I'm a creative, I'm an artist, I'm a writer, but I'm also an intuitive. And my job, what I love doing is helping people connect in with the whispers of their soul, of their heart's voice, of their intuition. I, when I look back in my life, I realized that I'd always been connected to that whisper of my soul and really yearned for that and yearned for the connection with you know, so much of what we struggle to put to words, but you could call spirituality, you could call oneness, you could call the entire universe or God or source. But I, I, I really always had that yearning and it was around when I was 13 or 14, where 
overnight, I really, it's like my intuitive senses really turned up full ball. And I started having, you know, some experiences which I couldn't shake. And I really, it really led me down the path of, of finding spiritual books, learning about past lives, learning about the journey of the soul and asking all of those questions. And, you know, I couldn't get enough of it. I, I remember I've always been a worker since I was little. I, I like lied about my age when I was younger to babysit and get a job before, before the actual legal age. And because I just knew I wanted to work, I knew I wanted to contribute in some way to the world, but I didn't really know how. And at first I used my pocket money to, to uh, support my, my spiritual book and crystal uh, addiction. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just like really dove deep into the world of spirit and soul. And my whole life, that's really been my passion. But because I woke up when I was quite young, you know, it was a little bit weird. Um, I wasn't really able to talk to my girlfriends at the time about all of these things I experienced. And, and so I'd go to these workshops, but it'd be with people like way older than me. And so I kind of developed a little bit of a double life when I was younger. I was, you know, just normal teenager by day and by night I'd be absorbing everything I could. And so I knew I wanted to, I felt like, I'm sure you have felt this as well, Emma, but just this call to, to find my purpose without really knowing what it was. And through my, my teenage years and then into my 20s, I really got about the, the, the job of consciously creating my life. I did what we're all meant to do, like studied and got, got a degree and went, went to university and got a job. I ended up going into communications. I worked as, I've always been a writer at heart. So I got a job as a creative and a writer where I really learnt my craft as, as a writer. Um, and then it wasn't until my, my is that it became very evident that that path that I'd been really consciously forging was not in alignment with, with the work I really wanted to do and the life that I wanted for myself. And so there was many years where I battled between, do I release what I've worked so hard to build um, and surrender into the direction that I feel called towards, or do I, do I stay put? Do I, do I keep building? And it was through several big losses all at once that, you know, it's this, this concept of, of, of hitting rock bottom where it was like in those moments, I finally was, my ego was no longer able to hold it all together. And through the, the grief of losing some very dear friends and uh, my long-term relationship ending and being over in London where I live now, but I'm originally from Australia and just kind of being in that grief on my own over here that I finally was able to, to really surrender and allow my soul's voice to leave me. And really that led me into writing, which turned into my first book, Light is a New Black, and then my second book and, and then my Oracle deck. And the, I began teaching workshops in London called Spirited Sessions with my friend Robin Silverton. 
and really it was it was like just trusting and i think this is so often the case when where where surrendering to the the path of the soul uh we don't quite know where it's headed and it really requires courage to trust it and to take the baby step after baby step um but i kind of look back now and you know i think living a soul-led life is one that requires courage every day but I, what i've seen over and over again with different people i've worked with as well is that often there is this 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 one big rock bottom or one big cracking open for a lot of people where you have the choice do you want to try and consciously create your life like just on your own personal will or or are you are you being cracked open to allow something else to come in it's so true and i mean it's amazing that we have to hit these rock bottoms and have these Mm -hmm. life trucks as such you know come into us and be like right you are avoiding all of this work you've got an Mm -hmm. option to make now and you know at the time it feels horrible you know absolutely horrible that you go through these places and i know a lot of people have you know spiritual depressions depression in all senses or even just be at that absolute helpless moment and then it's almost this epiphany of i i can only describe it myself as it was a moment of i i can't stop avoiding this anymore like i've tried everything i've tried avoiding my soul's calling calling and that's just not working so i give in i surrender and i'm ready to take this on yeah, it's so true. And, you know, I think that particularly on the spiritual path, a lot of people can look at the path of awakening and like, it's like, I awoke and, you know, it's like all beautiful and spiritual and rainbows and all of that. But in my experience, awakening is difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, it's necessary, necessary and unavoidable once you once you allow it to happen but it's it, it it is this cracking open it's this peeling back of layers and you know i see a lot of people looking to spirituality to to try and kind of shape shift or make them immune to life's highs and lows yeah. and you know one one of the the nature is the greatest teacher right and if we look at nature sure enough particularly where you and I are based in the Northern hemisphere right now. It's, it's four full on seasons, spring, summer, autumn, winter. And, you know, I know that many of us say might be more comfortable in spring and summer, let's say, and I'm talking like metaphorically here as well within ourselves, but we need the autumn and we need the the winter, the autumn where we allow the things that are no longer serving us to fall away in order to create the barrenness of winter where it's like, oh my gosh, nothing will ever grow again. And then if you allow yourself to let those, those things fall away and then to be in the quiet and the darkness in a way of winter, then come spring, the new flowers bloom in perfect time, in perfect unison. And I think that in our society, we haven't been, many of us haven't been taught to, to allow those cycles to, to do, do their thing. And we can use spirituality or anything really in our lives to avoid that. But, you know, life's way more cyclic than, than a lot of us. And gosh, I, I wish life was way more linear, but it's not. <laughs> and that's where, that's why they call it, I love the concept of 
of our time here on earth is as being like earth school. And I really feel that like being a soul is easy. It's, it's being a human being uh, um, that's more difficult. <laughs> Definitely. I totally 100% agree with that. Mm. So when did you realize that writing and teaching was your purpose here in this life? What was that moment? So the moment, and I'm going to say this because I look back and I know this was the moment, but, and I knew it in the moment, but I also doubted it a lot <laughs> and I was waiting for permission. So if there's anyone listening, you probably have had your moment too, but you may, may be doubting it. But for me, it was, uh, when I was at school and I just found all these amazing books and I remember, um, there was a little bookstore in Manly where I grew up and it was on my school holidays and it was like a spiritual bookstore. I'd never heard of a spiritual bookstore before. And I would go in there and run my fingers through the crystals and, and just really feel more at home than I'd ever felt before. And I remember looking up at the bookshelf and pulling off the bookshelf a particular book, which was Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. I remember reading about the book and, and I couldn't afford it at the time, but I ended up saving and, and going back and buying it. But reading about it and seeing her face and then seeing these other books that were, were, were part of that publishing house, which ended up being my publishing house. And I had this vision of me on stage speaking and teaching and all of that. But at the time, and it was very clear, very clear. It was one of those rare moments. And I've only had a couple of these where it's just like, you really, it's like everything drops in at once. And and yet I was like, how could I possibly do that? I'm like a teenage girl. I haven't been through anything that's like tragic. You know, we all have trauma from, from, from childhood, but it was like, what is my story? You know, I was a baby. And so I really doubted it. And I, I spent the next, I think it was like 17 years just questioning it and and kind of like praying for signs that it was right and waiting for permission, really. And really, it wasn't until many, many years. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Later, when over and over again I had received the same message and from all my teachers they'd said it's time for you to step forward and write it's time for you to do that that I finally finally did amazing and it's that calling isn't it like for me I think because I kind of stepped into this light from a completely different avenue I mean I used to do couponing so yeah. that's how I kind of gained my passion so to oh be my like, gosh. yeah, it used to be called coupon queen. So like, oh my go, gosh, how interesting. So to go from that like money saving aspect by helping people save money and, you know, that just came from a place, you know, I had to get out of debt. So I was helping people and then to step into this, like, I was kind of like, nobody's going to take me seriously. I've been saving them money for years and now I'm going to help improve their lives. They're going to think I'm mad. That's so interesting, Emma. I didn't know that about you. And how did you find that transition? Was it like baby steps or did you do like one big band-aid rip? (laughs) It definitely was baby steps. I think as soon as I started incorporating the law of attraction into my YouTube videos Mm. and just said, hey, I've kind of come across this interesting concept, more people were kind of finding my channel and a lot of my existing followers were like, this sounds cool so it was very much a smooth integration and then come November last year I was like I can't do this anymore I need to sell my couponing business I need to be spiritual queen I need to be spiritual as fuck I can't handle this anymore so that was the band-aid that was the moment where it's that's amazing and so I'm sure like by the time you actually did it it was like of course that's the next step but it feels I think this is the thing it's like you know what 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 um appears like a giant giant leap is always like thousands and thousands of baby steps right definitely and it's always like behind the scenes as well I think sometimes you know Mm. we can see these spiritual teachers or we can see anybody kind of on social media and think wow they've done so incredible they've got so much confidence but you don't see you know the confidence issues or the you know they've been avoiding their calling for so long yeah I I so agree and yeah it's so interesting and I think it's such an interesting topic as well this like um and we all do it regardless of platform size or whatever of just the social media thing of like, we think that we know people when we don't, you know, and um, whether it's positive comments, negative comments, it's like, actually, it's like, it's very rare to actually genuinely know the person and the things that we would say if we were, um, you know, I've just led a retreat with amazing women in the States and it was, we did lots of circle work. And we had some really difficult conversations and they were so beautiful because everyone was in front of each other. Whereas if that conversation had been online, everyone would have been triggered and, and all of that. So it's like, I think it's, it's, it's interesting, the, the whole online conversation. Definitely. So what would your number one piece of advice be for harnessing our divine feminine power? Mm, work with nature. So just start by noticing the season that you're in. So as a woman, first of all, just notice what season you're living in, in your part of the world. So as you and I are, are talking, we're, we're entering autumn. So it's just like, notice the leaves, notice, notice 
the, the, the leaves losing their juice and becoming a little bit more brittle and beginning to little by little fall to the ground. And as you see that, um, ask yourself that same question, like what's falling away in me? What, what is, what is, what that used to serve me is, is, is actually no longer that aligned. So I think the seasons and mother earth can be really, really helpful, particularly if we live in the city, because we get so disconnected from, from nature. There is this amazing pulse that's woven through all of life and and it's within us too like we we are part of nature but in the city it's we can get disconnected from that so that is the number one thing i would recommend definitely and that's especially with autumn i feel there's so much change in the air like i feel autumn's yes. very changing kind of transformational time and especially with a lot of the planetary things that have been happening at the mm -hmm. moment like change seems to be the number one thing they're drilling into Huge. us at the moment yeah so. absolutely i think particularly with all of the eclipses what i've noticed is that a lot of people's perceptions are changing mm -hmm. and and now it's like it's almost like the the grounded integration of that so 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 what what it, what needs to be shed you know the the archetype of the snake my um the serpent my my shamanic teacher taught me that it's like the the serpent teaches us how to shed our skin all at once right so it is like that band-aid rip of like okay so what what is wanting to fall away what is wanting to fall away it's like the lobster as well it 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 sheds the the shell all at once and it looks painful but it only lasts for just a moment if you let it all go Exactly. And it's just about being free flowing with it all, being fluid with mm. that change and just gracefully mm. letting it fall away, not fighting and resisting it because that's where the pain comes from. Totally. So what advice would you give anybody wanting to publish their own book or teach in the spiritual space? Mm. So I would say to just say what's true for you. Don't feel like you need to be this, um, expert as in like you know someone other than who you are the era we're living in now the 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 era of or the the dynamic or archetype of the teacher on the platform the podium above um the pedestal is over and it's more about circles it's about sharing and 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 allowing people i believe to feel less alone it's that that you know i think oprah does this so well when she when she interviews people and everything that she does it's like she invokes people to say oh my gosh me too and so as far as if you're being called to to teach and speak just be true work out what is true for you don't feel like you have to have everything sorted out because like i said before life is not linear it's not chronological. We, we come in, I believe, with, with several life lessons. And, you know, I, I used to wish that life lessons or I used to believe that life lessons were like, okay, I have forgiveness to learn uh, to study as a soul while I'm here. So I just need to learn how to forgive one person and then I can tick it off the list. But it doesn't work like that. I see it more <laughs> as like subjects you come in to explore themes you know, so particularly if you're a teacher, well, you know, for example, if you're writing a book and gosh, I'm sure you've experienced this. If you're writing a book on a certain theme, I guarantee it, you'll be tested on that theme, particularly just as it's launching and just oh, all yeah. through writing it. And it'll be like, 
who are you to write that because you need to learn this <laughs> and recognize that often the the best person to teach something is someone who really needed to learn that lesson so you know and create surround yourself with people who are also in the arena you know i know um Brene Brown speaks of this and I, f I forget whose poem this is based on. So excuse me, but it's you find people who are in a similar arena to you so that you can call upon them when you're having those days when you doubt yourself, because it will happen. Definitely. It's all about having that kind of sisterhood around you who mm. just all support, you uplift one another, you've mm. all got each other's highest intentions at heart and you can you just understand each other. I think that's the beauty of it. You understand that you're all going through this journey together and mm. you're just there to help your sister, really. Totally. Absolutely. Amazing. It's funny what you say about, you know, you'll be tested on those things. I can 100% relate to that. Mm. I I remember I wrote the contents of the book and was like, hmm, I wonder what I'm going to write for the letting go chapter. And each chapter was writing itself with experiences that happened in my life. And I was like, okay, universe, I didn't need to go through all this massive transformation. I could have learned this a better way, but I wouldn't. Have. Oh God. I know. I know. And what, what's the book called, Emma? It's called Spiritual Queen. So it is, I haven't, I haven't really spoken about it publicly yet so this, this is the first i'm time. like outing you sorry <laughs> it's absolutely fine it's all announced so it's fine yes yeah, so it's, it's called Brilliant. spiritual queen and Amazing. it's quite weird how i never intended that book to be a journey of the last year of my life but it, it's worked <laughs> out that way so that's how the universe mm -hmm. wanted it mm -hmm. i hear you <laughs> so how can we use your beautiful beautiful new oracle cards then what would you recommend doing with them because I've got my own deck. I absolutely love them. And I just love how different they are to any other Oracle cards out there. They're so badass, babe. They're very spiritual queenness. I love the divine feminine aspect about them. And I love how they just have so many incredible meanings that, you know, some of them I was reading, I was like, I've never even heard of this stuff before, but it makes so much <laughs> So, oh, I love it. Thank you, Emma. Well, you know, the, the way I, I like using them the most is actually really, really simple. There is an app as well, which to be honest, I use the app sometimes even more than the actual cards. It's like an iPhone app. Um, but the, the, my favorite way of doing cards is like the, what I call like the instant guidance um, reading, which is literally a, a single card spread. So you just shuffle the cards, um, you know, hold them to your heart if you want to connect in with them. But if, if you don't need to do that, don't feel called to do that. You can literally just shuffle the cards either on your app or in front of you and then ask a question from the center of your heart to whatever it is that you believe, whether it's like the universe or God, and just trust the, the, the card that, 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 that jumps out at you so that is my favorite way it's so simple it is you know i can give you way more complicated spreads than that like there's the holy trinity the heaven heart earth spread and the cosmic cosmic um um spread as well but instant guidance the one card is my favorite Definitely. And I think it's good for just getting that moment of inspiration. If you're having a bit of a moment where you're like, oh, I just need a bit of guidance. It's good to just have that intention and pull a card, which can really, you know, help you and help guide you through that situation. Totally. 
Definitely. Well, how can my followers find more about you then, Rebecca? Well, um, my website is RebeccaCampbell.me. Um, I'm also on Instagram at, at Rebecca Thoughts. Um, I'm going to be in um, anyone who's based in the UK. I've got a really special event coming up on the 10th of November in London, central London, uh, called You Are the Oracle. And it's going to be a beautiful day of chanting and, and connecting with your intuition. It's for all levels and really putting us all in, in a really good vibration and, and a clear vision for the year ahead, which is 2019. I can't, can't believe that. So that's with my um, publisher, Hay House. You can look at their site for that or go to rebeccacampbell.me forward slash events. Amazing. And that event sounds so incredible. So I hope all of you guys get to go along to it and meet Rebecca and have an amazing evening with her. But thank you so much, Rebecca, for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And I am certain that all your nuggets of knowledge will help so many people out there listening. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, everyone, for listening. So thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast episode. I hope it's been really, really beneficial for you. And once again, thanks to Rebecca for doing this. So as always, you can find out more about Rebecca in the description box down below and more about my own work, including my life coaching sessions and merchandise available on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So I'm sending you lots of love and light for the week ahead. I hope you have an incredible week and I will join you for my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.